Welcome back to New Orleans Up Close and Personal. It's Lynn Buggage. We've got a lot going on that I want to share with you. First of all, thanks for all the wonderful feedback. One of the many ongoing requests has been for an opportunity to ask questions and exchange more information. So we now have a website, neworleansupcloseandpersonal.com. Here we'll share photos, maps, more restaurant information, and update the podcast info as necessary. I invite you to subscribe and engage. It's been fun to connect with everyone, so let's keep this vibe going at NewOrleansUpCloseAndPersonal.com. The locals are very specific about neighborhood boundaries, and we'll try to be as accurate as possible. Our last episode introduced the Garden District, an area that the residents take great pride in. So far be it from me to try to include areas that are not properly included in the district. So this week we visit the Lower Garden District an area east of the previously discussed neighborhood that offers many other attractions and reasons to visit. When traveling away from Canal Street by the St. Charles Streetcar, one arrives at the garden, the lower garden district first, roughly west of the Morial Convention Center at the river and St. Charles Avenue from Felicity to First Street. Many of the streets bear the names of the nine muses of Greek mythology. In New Orleans speak, they are Erato, Urania, Polymnia, Euterp, Thalia, Melpomene, Terpsichor, Calliope, and Cleo. Sorry, they say Clio. <laughs> the Lower Garden District covers the Trendy Warehouse District, the ever-popular Magazine Street, and the many fountain-laden parks laid out in 1806 by Bartholomew Lafon, who developed neighborhoods for the Americans to escape those domineering Creoles. The Greek Revival and Italianate homes are indicative of the design of the times. During the Great Depression, many of these homes were transformed into boarding houses and apartments. Post-World War II white flight into neighboring suburbs and a new bridge to the West Bank sent this area into decline for several decades. But a successful bid for the 1984 World's Fair spawned by efforts of ambitious developers to revitalize this area, resulted in the successful creation of homes adjacent to the Central Business District with an identity and character of its own. Coliseum Square at 1708 Coliseum Street is an example of the many small parks included in Lafon's neighborhood design, a small triangular green space honoring the generosity of immigrant philanthropist Margaret Hawry to the poor Irish settlers who lived in the area. The Lower Garden District includes a subsection called the Irish Channel. A few blocks down at the corner of Arado is the Coliseum Theater, made famous by the 1994 film Interview with a Vampire. Now, we talked about the Redemptorist Fathers arriving in New Orleans in 1842 to minister to the large influx of German and Irish immigrants. St. Alphonsus Church at 2029 Constance served the Irish population and is now a community center. We also mentioned St. Mary's Assumption Church serving the German congregation just a few steps away at Constance and Josephine. The Redemptorist Complex at 2020 Constance is now the National Shrine of Sainthood Candidate Blessed Francis Xavier Silos, the German priest who ministered to the German immigrants during the yellow fever epidemic of the late 1800s. After caring for hundreds of families, he succumbed to the disease himself in 1867. Rounding out the religious centers were Notre-Dame de Bon Secours for the French Catholics at Constance and Jackson, 
and the Jewish Orthodox Sharei Tefella congregation at 709 Jackson, the second oldest synagogue in the city. Kingsley House at 1600 Constance is the oldest settlement house in the South and celebrates 122 years of strengthening families and building communities. In the Lower Garden District, shoppers love Magazine Street. After passing the historic St. Vincent's Orphan Asylum in the 1500 block, from right about Felicity Street to Jackson Avenue, you will find an array of art galleries, antique stores, bodegas, jewelers, clothing boutiques, and even a tonsorial emporium. And, of course, restaurants. Since we included Emeralds Delmonico in our Garden District list, let's talk about the less obvious ones. Mr. John's Steakhouse at 2111 St. Charles Avenue is one of three local steakhouses whose steaks are USDA prime, including filet mignon. Looking for a unique upscale dining experience? The food snobs tell us to try Square Root at 1800 Magazine Street. This 16-seat restaurant only sells tickets for its dinners, and we hear you don't want to miss it. Square Root serves 7 to 15 course chef's tasting menus. In this open kitchen, diners experience food as art. You'll spend anywhere from $75 to $150 per person for a meal there, but I hear it's one to remember. Those of us holding on to our Benjamins a little tighter can count on good New York-style thin-crust pizza at Slice, located at 1513 St. Charles Avenue. They also deliver great daily specials, sandwiches, and appetizers. And while we're tasting all things international, let's make a stop at the only self-titled Creole Taqueria. For miles around, Juan's Flying Burrito at 2018 Magazine Street is known for their Mexican fare with a flair. For those with a taste for Japanese, you can't go wrong at Miyako, located at 1403 St. Charles. So there you have it, around the world, in one neighborhood. What's the nightlife like in the Lower Garden District, U.S.? Try the St. Bar and Lounge at 961 St. Mary, or the Avenue Pub at 1732 St. Charles. The Eiffel Society at 2040 St. Charles is always popping, or you can relax at Lucy's Retired Surfer's Bar at 701 Chapatulis. Doesn't the Lower Garden District sound like a great place to be? I invite you to explore it the next time you're around. That's all we have time for. Make sure you tell your friends about the podcast. You can find it on any channel that they listen to their favorite podcast on. And visit us at the website, neworleansupcloseandpersonal.com. Ta-ta for now.